So I know I've talked about it a lot on this channel, being a supporter of it, a fan of it, but looking back on reaction videos and reviews of it, you know, I, ha I have to come out and say that what I truly believed with Best Gift Ever, especially the ending, I, I, I have to say it, it, it is an official fact in my mind that the writers behind that special knew what they were doing. Now, whether or not the special airs throughout this week, because they are doing on Discovery Family a week-long My Little Pony marathon featuring most of the episodes of MLP's um, nine seasons, along with Equestria Girls, and probably the special Rainbow Road Trip, and maybe even this special Best Gift Ever. You know, whether or not it's part of that, uh, because I can watch it at any time. I have it on DVD. Uh, and you can find it here on YouTube, I believe. Again, I have to just straight out say it. I believe the writers knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. I mean, Best Gift Ever is one of those specials that, even though it had, even though it had a good story and it had good subplots with the whole main seven, if you will, finding gifts for each other or for their pony that they selected, and, or dragon in this case they selected as well. Um, to me, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing straight up. No joke. They knew what they were doing. And some of the best examples I've pointed out and others I believe have pointed out are right in front of you. They are. For example, the primary the primary uh, moment that they threw in, uh, the primary, okay, let me, let me rephrase this. Let me rewind. All right. What I'm trying to say is one of the primary examples of they knowing what they're doing and this being one of those specials where basically it was about the fans and they're going to give the fans, you know, what they want, what they are asking for what they would expect or what they have speculated and theorized and, you know, fanficed and all that. They did it in this special. There is no doubt. And a good prime example that, as I'm trying to point out, trying to get to, of that is after all the ponies and Spike, after the main seven actually, select their individual heartwarming helpers. You know, the secret Santas. You know, once they select it, and then Spike does his trade-off unsuspectedly, you know, with Fluttershy, and he gets rarity, and Fluttershy gets dash um, in exchange. You, the revelation after that moment from Applejack of who she got that right there is a prime example of the fact that the writing staff, and I was watching a review, I was re-watching the review that Dr. Wolf, Josh Scorcher, Firebrand, Aramound, Ari the Fiery Secretary, that is, and Lightning Bliss did at one of the conventions back in October, I, I believe, 
uh, what was it, 2018, 2018, I believe, when the special came out. And one of the things they pointed out was that at the end, when Spike sings his song to Rarity, and he has this makeshift guitar, they pointed out that it was exactly, almost identical to Dusty Cat's um, guitarist that he makeshifts at conventions or at home to take to conventions. Basically, they said it looked it, it looked identical to what he had done or to what he does. Basically, pointing out that the writers, the staff, do play do pay close attention to the fans. Some of the more notable fans, that is, as well, like a Dusty Cat, like a Dr. Wolf, a Firebrand, a Lightning Bliss, a Silver Quill, you name it. And, you know, and this special, like I said, is a prime example of that because, uh, getting back to what I was saying, after Fluttershy does that trade with Spike, Applejack comes up. And basically reveals that the person she drew out of the hat is Spike. And this is immediately after Spike traded and got Rarity finally. And you know what that told me? You know what that told me, ladies and gentlemen? That told me that not only do they pay attention to the fans, not just the more notable ones like a Lightning Bliss, a Dusty Cat, a Dr. Wolf, a Silver Quill, a Firebrand, an Aramount, you name it. But they pay attention to the entire fan base, period. Because they know, they know that there are a lot of fans, probably most notably of all, Disney fanatic. You know, along with many others, there are fans like her and many others that ship and support Spike and Applejack just like there are those that ship and support Spike and Rarity. They know it. These writers know that. They know that there are fans out there that support Apple Spike, Spike Jack, and there are people that support Rare Spike, Sparity. They know it. And these, and those, those attention to, and those little attention to details in my opinion, show, show that they value the fans. That the fans come first. You know, when it comes to certain stories or specials. Now, have they proven that to be true most of the time? Not really. There are episodes and stuff throughout the nine seasons plus of the animated portion of Friendship is Magic where it's been proven otherwise. Where there have been episodes to where basically, you know, they're either going to take a crack at the fans, you know, they're going to parody the fans, you know, like I say, take a crack at them, parody them, whatever, send a message straight to them. There are episodes like that. Fame and Misfortune is a good example. Fame and Misfortune is a good example. Once Upon a Zeppelin is another good example. There are several good examples that have gotten negative, if not mixed, reactions because of who they're targeting. And who they're targeting in story with these characters are the fans and how they react. So there have been several times throughout the history of the show 
where, yes, they have kind of taken shots and cracks at the fans, but in the end, they know it's the fans that have made friend, that made Friendship is Magic the success that it is and still somewhat is today. And that is why when you look at a special like Best Gift Ever, when you look at it, you will notice these little moments, these little tidbits thrown in there as an acknowledgement to the fans and what they support, what they, you know, are behind, you know, what they would like to see, you know, what they write stories of and write and draw fan art of. That 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 is seen in this special. It really is. It really really is. I mean, believe it or not, the whole thing with Cadence and Shining Armor throughout that spe- throughout the special, that is what fans have been wanting to see for a while since you know the you know since what? The Crystal Empire three two-parter in season 3. That's what they've been wanting to see. That is what they've been wanting to see since that moment. And we got that here. We got that here, especially in the climax of the special. We got that here. And then the ending. The ending with Spike singing his song to Rarity. You know, again, they didn't have to go there. They didn't have to go that far. They could have had Spike just accept, okay, I got Rainbow Dash and that's it. No. They went the extra mile. Why? Because they knew they wanted to see Spike finally get the girl. The girl that he's been after since the beginning that does know about his crush on her, does know about his feelings for her, but he wants, but he's still determined to make sure that she knows, she knows that he is there for her as the one she can go to and be with when there was probably no other options. Again, they didn't have to do it, but they did because they knew there was a lot of fans that wanted that moment to happen. Now, now what's funny, going back to that, you know, like I said, after Fluttershy does that trade with Spike, Applejack comes in and reveals she got Spike, she drew Spike. We find out around the same time, who did Rarity get? Who did Rarity choose? You know, out of that hat. Who did she pick? She chose Applejack. And again, it's an important attention to detail. From the fandom's point of view. And it's not because of what we got in Roller Coaster of Friendship and the, of Equestria Girls. It's not just because of that, but it's because of the fact that even before that, fans always shipped Applejack with Rarity, just like they shipped Applejack with Spike, App- Rarity with Spike, and so on. So what did they do as a nice little nod to the acknowledgement that they know fans support these three different ships as the top three ships in the show? That being Spike Rarity, Spike Applejack, Applejack Rarity. What did they do? They decide, as I've talked about before, they decided 
to give Rarity Applejack to get a gift for, Applejack to get Spike a gift for, and inevitably Spike to get Rarity a gift for. That's what they did. Not just because they wanted to finally, like I say, give Spike that happy ending of, I'm finally, he finally got the girl. He finally got what he's wanted, and that's the girl. Despite the fact that people have said, oh, he's always had the girl. Even Voice of, we- even Voice of Reason, you know, many years ago when he did, a, did his review of Buck Reviewer, you know, even acknowledged Rarity as his you know, girl, possible girlfriend, um, if you will, when they reviewed Dragon's Quest. The, the thing is, the thing is, this special, when the writers put it together, wasn't just a special to celebrate the holiday season. wasn't just a special to celebrate Christmas. It was also a special and a gift to the fans. That's what it was in the end, with all the little tidbits they threw in there, from the Spike Applejack, from the Rarity Applejack, Applejack Spike, Spike Rarity, Gift Exchange, Secret Santa, Health, 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 health uh, not Health, but the Heartwarming Helper Triangle, to um, Rainbow Dash, and Discord, and Fluttershy, to you know, to Twilight and Pinky, to giving us what we got with Cadence and Shining Armor. These, this was a gift to the fans. It was a gift to the fans by giving them the moments that they've been wanting to see. Giving them the little tidbits and Easter eggs in the special that they've been wanting for a while. You know, the acknowledgments, if you will, the recognition if you will, that they've been wanting to see for a while. And here in this special, best gift ever, they got it. They truly did. Excuse me there. They truly did. And that's what I talk about acknowledging the fandom for the support that they have given you and the franchise for the years up to that point and now even beyond. But what do you guys think? Do you think maybe I'm just speculating too much? Or if you do go look back at that special, you notice all those little tidbits that they threw in there that fans have always talked about, speculated, you know, theorized, fantasized, fanfic, fan art for years before that special happened. Do you think this was kind of a love letter to the fans, you know, by them putting the stuff, putting that stuff in there? What are your thoughts? Comment down below, live chat during the premiere, like the video, super chats and super stickers will be enabled during the live stream. Also, super thanks afterwards would be greatly appreciated. Also, check me out at Venmo at, B- at Brian-Walmart-2 and at BW Roses at Cash App. And at TikTok, at, well, at BWRoses98, I should say, at Cash App, and at BWRoses at TikTok, as well at uh, Patreon.com, so BWRoses. Also, check me out at my Teespring store for merchandise there. But again, guys, let me know what your thoughts are. Do you understand where I'm coming from when I'm talking about this? This, 
special. When you look back on it now, being basically a love letter to the fans with all the little tidbits, Easter eggs, and hits in there, let me know down below and in the live chat during the premiere. And I am out.